I just moved in with my son, and uh, it ain't working. There's a lot of tension between us. I guess I didn't see he had a whole new life planned for himself, and I kind of got in the way. And do you have someone in your life who feels that way, that maybe uh, an elderly parent moved back in with you, or maybe your kids moved back in with you, and you just feel like things aren't working out? Maybe you're the elderly parent or the child that moved back in, and you feel like you're an intruder in the house, and you realize that you weren't in the plans, or maybe you're the person who has that other person move back in and you feel like, oh, it'll work. I can let my sister back in or my mom or dad back in or my kids back in, the boomerang kids. And you look forward to it. And when the reality sets in, you just say, this isn't working out. We are, there's more stress between us than I ever thought. How do you work things out together? That's from Frazier. And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner and I'm a clinical psychologist. And that's what we talk about on this show. How do you deal with the problems in your everyday life with your kids, with your family, with your boss, with yourself? Are you frustrated with yourself and, of course, in romance? And right now, I want to turn to the phones and welcome Tara. Tara, you're wondering where you're going with your your boyfriend? Yes. What's going on? Well, he's 56. I'm 42. He was never married. I was married and lost my husband. Oh, Maybe a year and a half ago, and I had a wonderful relationship with him, and I think I have a wonderful relationship with my boyfriend, but when we first started dating, he told me that he never wanted to get married, and he was never going to move in with anybody, and he was never going to do anything in a commitment-wise, and I just, I I don't know what to do. I He tells me he loves me, and if we go away, he says he'll miss me or whatever, and I don't know if where this is heading. I mean, I feel I have enough love to share with someone else, and I'd like to spend my life with someone. I'm tired of being alone. Okay, so I can feel the pain. I can feel that you're wanting um, a committed relationship, one like you had before with your husband, and right. it won't. It would be unique. It wouldn't be that the same relationship, obviously. And right. you know what that feels like, and you know that's possible, and you think that your current boyfriend's a good candidate for that. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, he's got his own personal story. I mean, at the age of 56, never married, mm-hmm. he... He has um, he has his own reasons for that, and the question is, do you know his story? Um, he's had bad relationships, and he works all the time. He works split shift and everything, so I don't know if that's it. Yeah, and he's just. I guess I asked him one time. I said, "Were you ever engaged?" He said, "No, I just never found the right person." So. Okay, so then if that were the case, I would feel, if I were in your shoes, I would think, well, you mean I'm not the right person? (laughs) You know, it just, um, if he said, I never want to marry because, you know, my parents went through a difficult time and I just promised myself I would never do that, that's one thing. Another option that you know you have, but it may not sit well with you, is that you can have a partnership. I mean, many people, I know, I know one couple that I was always sending Mr. and Mrs so-and-so on their Christmas cards every year. I always thought they were married. And then one year they pulled me aside just very sweetly and they said, you know we never married we're partners we live together and it feels like a commit it's it doesn't feel like it feels like what people call a marriage but we never wanted 
all of the baggage that comes with marriage. A lot of people get married and it doesn't work out. So we wanted to have the relationship minus that label because it brought such baggage into it. So if that were his story, then it's almost the equivalent of being married for him, not for you. Right. But if he did say he never the right person never came along, there's a little more splaining to do in that corner. Um right. your thoughts, what are you thinking that you want to do? Um I don't know if I ever I mean if he would ask I probably would say yes because I do I swore I would never find any I would never date anybody after my husband passed. I mean Well those nevers, I, huh? We yeah. we were connected at the hips. We had a wonderful eighteen years of marriage. I mean, it, you it was out of this world, and yeah. he came into my life, and I couldn't believe it. And I told him when we first started dating that when we first started seeing each other that I didn't want to I didn't want to get married. I didn't want nothing really committed. And the more I'm with him, the more I realize, wow, I really like him, and I'm in love with him, and I enjoy being with him, and I miss him when I'm not with him, and I realize I don't like being alone and he says he misses me and he loves me and everything, but he just doesn't want to get married. I mean, I mean, I, like you said, I would be content with being engaged for the rest of our lives and never getting married, but I don't even think he even wants to live together. I think he's content with me just being a neighbor lady. A neighbor lady? Yes, I live diagonally across the street. Oh, okay. I'd never heard that term before. Yeah, he uh, calls me the neighbor lady. Okay, how long have you dated? Um, we're together a little over eight months. Okay, so it's still really early on. Right. Um, you know, here here I'm going to sound a little odd, but it's always good to, to know a person longer than that. And you bring in all of your rich history of having had a good relationship, and you really need to keep your eyes open and... If there are, you said the never, that you would never, you're just opening up to the possibility that this will work out, but there is a relationship breaker, and the relationship potential relationship breaker is that he's not moving in the same uh, direction that you are. You want to move toward marriage, and he likes you as the neighbor lady. Right. And you, if you're not willing to... To if you're not interested in just being the neighbor lady, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a term of endearment. Maybe mm-hmm. it is. Uh, my husband calls me some terms that I think he calls me wench occasionally, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes one term for one woman or another woman might hate it. Mm-hmm. But if you love neighbor lady, uh, that's one thing if you feel that you don't love that and you want something that has a a different feel to it that would fit your needs differently um, then that's another thing so let me recommend uh, I wrote a book with Dr. Ed Locke and it's about how to keep yourself how not to lose yourself in a relationship and it's really about romance from soup to nuts how do you make yourself lovable it sounds like you've already done that because you've had so much good success Tara in your your first marriage with your marriage with your hubby the the second uh, part is we talk about how do you find the right person for you and how do you know that they're the right one well you never have a hundred percent certainty even when I married my hubby I said to myself on my wedding day if it doesn't work out you can get divorced Ellen and we've been married almost 40 years um, happily so you need to give yourself permission that it you can't know for certain what anyone's car people can change people can grow in different directions or they can grow closer to
too. Right. Um, so we talk about how to choose your soulmate, and that's the stage that you're in now, and you come with a rich history, a good history. Mm-hmm. So you want to really look at him and explore any emotions as you're doing that are not fitting, um, such as, why doesn't he want a little more commitment? I think there are more stories behind it for you to discover. You know, you've only known each other eight months, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, it sounded like you were about to say something. Nope. Okay. No, I wasn't. So eight months is um, not a long time. Um, you know, so I'm, people. I'm kind of rushing it. Oh. Yeah, I think you need to see him under a lot of different circumstances with different, you know, in stressful situations, in relaxed situations, what type of vacations do you both like, uh, what interests do you have, where might you clash, How? What are your view, what's your view on money, what habits do you have, uh, what's your view on fitness and health, and uh, there, you know, the most fundamental values, is he honest, uh, does he have any hidden uh, or skeletons in the closet, hopefully he doesn't have a one, but you you know, was there mm-hmm. any gambling? Is there any drinking? Or is there anything that you raised a little eyebrow with, but in the heat of passion, you pull the eyebrow back down? Okay. You you want to explore all of that. And that's just to keep your eyes open, because this isn't a, a, another, hopefully, lifetime choice for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be. You know, as I said, if it doesn't work out, you can part ways. And we talk about that in a book. Let me give you the name of the book. Oh, it's yes, the it's got a title, The Selfish Path to Romance. It's a hard title to forget. And we basically mean self-esteem, self-valuing, not the mean, rotten way to romance. The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And it's got little exercises at the end of all. We've got short chapters and exercises. So you could do the exercises and the couple of chapters on how to choose a soulmate. And I think it will inform you um, more deeply to help you make the decision. Listen, thank you so much for the call, Tara. I appreciate okay, it. thank you. And now I can get this at any bookstore, right? You can go to Amazon. That's the cheapest. Um, oh, Amazon. Some bookstores, okay. I've walked into one in L.A. I found it. I found one in Florida. But it, the best is just the cheapest route is to go to Amazon.com. Okay. So listen, thank you so much for your call. Oh, thank you so much, too. You, oh, you're I, welcome. You helped me a lot here. Oh, thank you.